0: Deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. The one who sows to please his sinful nature from that nature will reap destruction.
1: The one who sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life.
0: Let us not become weary in doing good,
1: for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. As it is
0: in the life of a person, so it is in the life of a nation.
1: What is the state of our nation? The state of our nation is given to darkness. State of the Union message tonight. There will be a special guest there. Ronald Reagan started this tradition when he honored the bravery of a man. Each president since at the State of the
0: Union address has had a special guest. President Obama's special guest for the State of the Union message
1: this year will be a Syrian refugee, an illegal Syrian refugee. It is a sign of the utter disrespect this man has
0: for America and everything America stands for And then Mrs. Obama is going to have an empty chair beside her. An empty chair, they say,
1: for the 4,000 killed with guns. The Obamas have insisted on
0: taking an utterly destructive course for America. Europe is being overrun today with wicked men bent on destroying Europe and the Christian culture. The groping of women, the rape of women, these men are bringing from Nigeria, Sudan, and other Muslim countries
1: a culture of rape. But our president will lift one of them up and honor him. He is a dishonor to the nation he serves as president.
0: He's allowed to get away with this because the whole
1: nation has become corrupt. Socialist. The nation is in trouble financially. We're in trouble spiritually.
0: Everything about America today is in trouble. Now please, understand that there is a great spiritual battle being waged. There is a great spiritual battle that we are engaged in. And if you are not aware of this spiritual battle that is going on, it is because you have what is called, and I'll speak about it in a moment, a normalcy bias. It is because you have advocated your position as a Christian. And I'm speaking today, please, to Christians, to people who say, I believe in the divinity of Jesus Christ. If you are not sensing the wickedness of this nation, if you are not greatly alarmed by the direction our president is taking us now for seven years, entering into utter destruction. President Bush before him, President Clinton before him, President Bush before him, they all were leading us in the same direction. There's no difference between President Obama and President Bush. President Obama has simply taken us further down the road that was started when the New World Order was being spoken of so wonderfully by the first President Bush. They're all in the same mindset, they're all going the same direction, and it is to utterly
1: destroy Christian America. It is so ironic
0: that if you were in Russia today and you could attend a class in school, grade children, grade school children, you would find there that they're reading the
1: Bible in class. They're praying in schools. Not America. We've just flipped
0: places. Now in Russia, the Christian faith is being lifted up, and men and women by the thousands are turning to Jesus Christ.
1: But in America, people by the thousands are turning away from Jesus Christ. What an odd situation we find ourselves in. A president who hates Jesus, who hates the Christian faith, who lifts up radical Islam. He calls bitter sweet and sweet
0: bitter. He calls evil good and good evil. He is fulfilling biblical prophecy. He is preparing the way for Antichrist to appear. The man of sin, the lawless one, is he that one? No, he's too little to be that one. The devil has a much bigger man planned for that job. But he is the lackey of that man. He is the man of sin being prepared for the great man of sin. Now I know what I'm saying is very controversial. I do not apologize. Rather, we have to face the reality of the spiritual war that we are involved in and we must make very real decisions about how we are going to function and how we are going to operate. Now
1: let me let me really step on toes. Please One of the greatest dangers facing Christian America is the love of money and the love of entertainment.
0: I can assure you, night after night, men who call themselves Christian have been sitting on their couches
1: and they have been totally absorbed in their idol football.
0: I guarantee you they're spending much more time and money watching, traveling to games. They're doing things to support this idol of America while they are not spending that equal amount of time reading the scriptures and crying out in intercession and standing against the spiritual warfare that is washing over America and destroying us as a nation. Now, please, I know I almost always talk about personal relationship with Jesus, and there is a desperate need for us to look at the issue of personal piety. It it is at the very core the problem we face. But to help you understand the context in which we must look at our personal piety, yesterday and now today and this week, I am going to deal with public issues tragic public issues that reflect the godlessness and the powerlessness of Christian men and women in America who have been bought out by the devil and who have been numbed down by
1: the drugs given to them by the television and by the world. At a town hall meeting in New Hampshire in September,
0: just four months ago, there was an ominous warning,
1: a prophecy.
0: It was given by a young woman who addressed Donald Trump. She stated, I just want you to know about the nightmares I have. I'm having horrible visions of people I know and everyone being loaded up into boxcars on trains like another Holocaust. cost. I want you to know about that. There was an eerie silence after she made her statement. Now please understand, she is not the only one to be having these visions. God is warning us in the Western world and now specifically in America, that persecution, the loss of freedom, the loss of our Christian culture, the loss of what we have called unalienable rights,
1: these are being destroyed purposely.
0: And if we don't wake up, if we don't stand for Jesus Christ now and turn our hearts to intercession, to weeping before God, to prayer, to the reading of Scripture, to the attendance of honest, heart-rending, heart-convicting church worship services, if we do not return to godliness, we will as
1: a nation burn we will be utterly destroyed. Demonic powers in the hearts of wealthy,
0: powerful men like George Soros and William Buffett and others have plans to totally destroy
1: America and institute the final one-world government. Make no mistake. These things are rushing upon us. I'm Ray Greenlee. I pastor the National Prayer Chapel in Woodbridge, Virginia.
0: Did you know that there are some 35 million slaves in the world today? 35 million human beings or more who are actually enslaved against their will in the year 2016. Now, this coincides with the absolute invasion of our Christian nations and the utter destruction of our culture. Christians in America the U.K., France, Italy, Germany, Greece, and beyond. The nations that were founded on principles from the the Christian faith, all the way back to Charlemagne and the Magna Carta, we are being overrun by a whole different kind of people. We are losing our freedoms. Right now, worldwide, there are more than 35 million people enslaved. According to a recent report by Walk Free Foundation, a human rights
1: organization, many of those slaves are Christian brothers and sisters. The most recent report out of Bethlehem Crowds of people demonstrating, wearing imitation suicide vests, proclaiming Allah, Allah Akbar.
0: This is the city where at Christmas time, Christians were warned to take down their signs and tone down their worship of Jesus.
1: As Christians are driven out of it's unbelievable and you think that these things have nothing to do with you
0: don't you see that the space of your life has every evil thing beginning to come in and crunch on your freedom as you sit blindly in front of
1: the entertainment of the world as you watch the wickedness and complain about it? Where are your tears? Where are your hours in prayer? Where are you standing up and saying, enough, it has to stop now? What are you going to do? It's terrifying that in Nazi Germany, shortly after Hitler took
0: power, the first law passed against the Jews seemed utterly harmless. The Nazis forbade Jews from swimming in pools or lakes with non-Jews. Many of the Jewish people laughed at such a silly law. Believe me, they were not laughing five years later. When the round-up to work camps began, And the extermination began. And ten years later, more than six million Jewish people dead. Evil moves rapidly once it breaches righteousness.
1: Once the Constitution is breached, it comes in like a flood. As our President has repeatedly breached the Constitution, we are now losing our freedoms day by day Those freedoms were based on our Constitution on Christian principles, and now migrants are raping and pillaging.
0: It's time for the one billion. Christians of the Western world to wake up and stop being half converted.
1: Or within a few years, maybe much quicker, our culture will be gone and we will have no rights remaining. We must turn to God as never before. Now, I spoke a moment ago about what is called the normalcy bias. In the United States, and in the Christian West, we have been infected with a horrible disease called the normalcy bias. It's Suggestion
0: is that it's easier to ignore what you really know to be occurring due to our preconserved notions of what life should be. And we just want the status quo to continue. We don't want to think about what's really going on. It's as one news person reported
1: in Scotland, when confronted with The rape, the attacks on women, young women, back this past summer, no one heard about it because she said, I don't
0: want to talk to you about it. I don't want to talk about it. Well, now they're talking about it since New Year's. And they're recognizing that in Europe, the news media has covered up, fearful of a
1: Lash back because of the marauding illegal migrants. So we don't want to think about what's really going on. It's
0: essentially bury your head in the sand and pretend that everything's going to get better. It is not going to get better. It is getting worse by the hour. And your place is in the prayer closet crying out before the God of heaven. Reading the scriptures, going to church. You believe at the National Prayer Chapel, we even have a hard time getting people out to pray. I'm ashamed of that. I'm ashamed of the prayer chapel. I cry out to them. We might have twenty people at prayer meeting tonight. What? Only twenty people come to prayer meeting? What about you? Are you going to be in a prayer meeting where there will be an honest crying out to God? If not, I'm ashamed of you. You break my heart. You ought to be in a prayer meeting this week. You ought to be in church. You ought to be lifting up your heart and your hands and crying aloud and saying, Oh God, deliver us from this enemy that is coming against us. There should be no peace in the Christian community. For so many reasons, I'm going to give you some of those reasons right now. Many Jews did not want to leave their homes or their businesses. They could not accept what they actually saw and were feeling and and were thinking. Those that did not flee, around 80% of the Jews in Germany, they were murdered or forced into concentration camps where many more died. Many of them were worked to death, and yet these people had lived in homes with chandeliers, with beautiful paintings on their walls, with comfortable couches and comfortable beds, beautiful artistic homes. And suddenly they find themselves being taken away and put in
1: concentration camps, do you think that can't happen to you again in America? Many of these precious Jewish people could not face the
0: reality of what was happening until an SS squad of Nazis were literally at their front door pointing their guns at them. Today we're doing the same thing we see and know the tyranny is rising. We see our rights disappearing. We see the militarization of our police forces. We see homeland security growing in power. We allow our children to be groped as they go to the airport. And yet, the whole border of Mexico is wide open, and the government doesn't care what terrorist crosses into America. We allow plane loads flown in on UPS planes. We allow these illegal Syrian and Nigerian and, and other immigrants, we allow them, with their ferocious ideology of ISIS, we allow them to fly into the United States and not even go through customs.
1: But Grandma, she's going to be groped when she goes to the airport. Our little
0: 13-year-old is going to be groped as she goes through the airport line. You're going to be groped. What? What insanity? Why doesn't everyone just say, Okay, we will not fly again until the machines are gone and the gropers have left. We will not fly. Shut down the airline industry. Christians need to come together and say, wait a minute, this is wickedness.
1: We will not participate. But we're being trained like blind mice to walk through their little traps and be trained to be slaves. All of this is happening because America is either unconverted or only half converted.
0: And you don't want to accept that life as we know it is over. America is done. It's over. It'll never be the same again. I pray it will be something much different and much better by the power of the Holy Spirit coming and bringing great revival to our nation. But what we've had in our sinful condition with all the freedoms God will never allow
1: again. It's over. America is done. If we continue to subject ourselves to this normalcy bias, we will wake up one day and it will all be over. It
0: should alarm you that the past two presidents of the United States George Bush and Barack Obama have enacted laws that allow our government to detain U.S. citizens indefinitely without charges and without trial. If this does not alarm you, you are suffering a serious case of normalcy bias. They can send you to Guantanamo Bay. They can send you to Poland to a secret rendition site where they can torture you for years and you have zero recourse. Is that America? I don't think so. But it is what we are becoming. A totalitarian state. A police state. The Jews had their rights taken away piece by piece. Seemingly benign at first. And that's exactly the process that's being followed today. Illegal search and seizures. Our right to bear arms. The right to practice your religious faith. Free speech. These rights were given to us by God. As our founders in America put it, these
1: freedoms are being taken. Half-converted Christian nations are under attack. And no one's one's fighting back. Make no mistake. Total tyranny and Antichrist is coming.
0: But it's not too late to turn to God. He is there. He is willing. He is able to forgive us. And he is willing to save us. But if that's to happen, we must wake up now. We were taught in school about slavery in America. Transatlantic slave trade that brought slaves to America in the 1600s, early 1800s. Well, what you may not know is that that slave trade went well beyond England and America. Actually, transatlantic slave trade was quite small compared to the African Arab Asian slave trade, which has been moving for over 1,000
1: years before the slave trade crossed the Atlantic to Americas, But today, facing the same thing, some 35 million slaves are being
0: utilized for profit today, and the figure could be much higher. Where's the outcry? Where are the leaders of the West standing up for freedom? They're not standing up for freedom because the leaders of the West, by and large, are mostly for the loss of freedoms in their stealing of power. Why would they stand against slavery?
1: They make money out of slavery. Let's define slavery well it could be defined as slavery of drudgery or toil or
0: the submission to a dominant influence but the real definition is the real definition is a state of a person who is a chattel property of another person and forced to work for that person with no benefit Modern slavery is a multi-billion-dollar industry. I understand last year that the police in Washington, D.C. had some 430 cases they found of absolute slavery in our nation's capital. But the U.N. estimates that roughly 30 million or more individuals are currently caught in the slave trade industry India has the most slaves of any country. 14 million slaves today in India. China, they estimate, have 2.9 million slaves. Pakistan, 2.1 million. Nigeria,
1: 700,000. Ethiopia, 651,000.
0: These are the top nations who today, as we speak, are profiting from enslaving our fellow human beings. Manchuria on the west coast of Africa, was the last nation to officially abolish slavery, doing so in 2007. Yet 4.3% of their population still continues to be enslaved. Despite being illegal in every nation, Slavery is still very prevalent in its many forms.
1: And yes, slavery exists in the Christian nations. Anti-Slavery
0: International reported in mid-2003, millions of men and women and children around the world are forced to lead lives as slaves. Although this exploitation is often not called slavery, the conditions are the same. People are sold like objects, forced to work for little or no pay, and are at the mercy of their employers. Women from Eastern Europe are bonded into prostitution. Children are trafficked between West African countries, and men are forced to work as slaves on Brazilian agriculture estates. plantation. Contemporary slavery, as it's called, takes various forms and affects people of all ages, sex, and race. We hear much about how terrible it was for black slaves. And the and you know what it was? It was horrific. It was wrong. It was sin. It should be condemned by every Christian person, along with any form of racism. It should be utterly rejected and condemned by every thoughtful Christian. But I tell you what, modern slavery is much worse. Yes, people are dying in the slave trade. Young children are being
1: trafficked for sex in the slave trade. Recently watched a video from Saudi Arabia where a woman, a slave, who worked in the household as a slave, did not prepare the meal quite to her master's will. The food did not taste quite up to what he expected.
0: So he had his wife take this woman out into the courtyard, tie her feet together, and then hoist her with a pulley up against the wall, and there mercilessly
1: beat her with a cane until the blood flowed. This is not uncommon. You may not be aware of it, but you need to open your eyes. This is in America as well. Modern slavery, defined as
0: possession or control of a person that deprives... Them of their rights with the intention of exploiting them exists in 150 or more nations. There are only 194 nations in the world. In other words, over 75% of the nations on earth today have some form of slavery present. And
1: that includes the United States of America. India
0: with the largest absolute number of residents living in conditions of modern slavery. Prevalence of slavery in India, India as in other countries located in the Asia Pacific region is largely due to the economy's dependence on low-skilled and cheap labor. Bonded labor labor is especially prevalent in that country forced marriages, and commercial sex workers
1: are very common. In China, the 3.2 million people who
0: live in modern slavery is due in part to the country's scale. It's a large country. It's the most populous country in the world. And as modernization has swept China
1: they have grabbed cheap labor. Many of these slaves in China are treated with utmost cruelty. Do you think slavery can't come out very much in the open in the West?
0: There are well over 60,000 people known to live in modern slavery in the United States of America according to
1: the Walk Free Foundation. I suspect it's much higher. In the UK, the Home Office estimates
0: 10 to 13,000 contemporary slaves. That includes forced work including Forced prostitution. We also have a new plantation in the United States, a new form of slavery, otherwise known as the prison industrial complex, also a multi-billion dollar industry. Did you know that the United States of America now has more people incarcerated than Russia and China combined? The United States has almost as many prisoners as the rest of the entire world put together. There are more African Americans on probation, parole, or in jail than there were slaves in America in 1850. The prison industrial complex, if it were a corporation, would be one of the largest companies on earth. The multimillionaires who own the companies that benefit from the businesses of jailing are heavily involved in supporting both sides of the aisle, funding
1: both Republicans and Democratic politicians. Some of us have been very self
0: righteous and judgmental of those who become entangled with the law. We often think criminals deserve what they get. They made their bed, they can lay in it, but wait. Wait till
1: you're in jail for no crime. You talk to some people that have been incarcerated. If
0: you knew some of them, you may have a very different opinion. There are over 20 million Americans who are classified as felons by our criminal justice system, over 20 million. Most of these are men. One in five black men in the United States have a felony conviction. One out of every nine men or non-black adult in the United States
1: is a felon. The war on drugs? What a sham. It should be called the war on blacks.
0: It has prospered under presidents of both parties, even under a black president and black attorney general. Prison rates among blacks, black unemployment, and black abortion have skyrocketed under this black president, who somehow still has enormously high approval ratings among blacks, irregardless of his utter destruction to the black people. We have lost the moral high ground in America. Countless veterans of Afghanistan and even some former federal agents have come forward and declared the U.S. is involved in the heroin trade on a massive scale with the Afghans. Yet that same government who has been reported to deal in the heroin trade incarcerates Americans for the possession
1: and the dealing of drugs. One reporter in what used to be the free press in America uncovered
0: that the U.S. was involved in shipping cocaine from Central and South America during the 1900s. He reported it in a piece entitled Dark Alliance. Shortly that same year, he was outcast and persecuted, and he was found dead in a hotel room, and it was ruled by our authorities as
1: a suicide. But interestingly... He had two bullet wounds in his head. I think it's quite a feat to shoot yourself twice in the head. Hard to talk about this stuff, isn't it? Hard Hard to even think about. there is a simple principle that I will share with you. And that is, the law will always expand to the limits of the logic.
0: First felons can't have guns, then they start moving toward everyone else. It is coincidental that our government is now also disarming veterans and taking away their Second Amendment rights if they have applied for certain disability benefits They're also now doing this to seniors who
1: are declared to be mentally incompetent. It was also Russia in the years of the Iron Curtain when they used psychologists to strip people of their freedom and put them in institutions. That's beginning to happen in America. We need a sweeping change in America. We need an America
0: that individually and corporately returns to the Lord Jesus
1: Christ. We are in trouble, my brother, my sister. And you can no longer be casual
0: about your prayer time. You can no longer sit down and just... Fill your heart with all of the professional sports and with all the entertainment and the movies and the Star Wars and all the rest of the garbage, the idols. You dare not continue to walk like everything was fine because everything is not
1: fine. We are in a crash collision with the devil. Many years ago, it was the Japanese naval commander of World War
0: II, Admiral Yamato, advised against an invasion of the U.S. mainland because there would be a man with a rifle behind every blade of grass. Why do you think our founders gave us the unalienable right to possess firearms? You think maybe these Christian men had the foresight to know that a disarmed public can and will become paralyzed and terrorized? when tyranny rears its ugly head, look what is happening today. Right now in Europe, the mostly disarmed population of Europe is being terrorized, raped,
1: pillaged, plundered, and half asleep, half converted America, for the most part, stands silent or even in support of disarming America.
0: Nearly every ruthless dictator of the last 100 years has disarmed their population before the tyranny was unfolded. Mao Zedong, 50 million dead. Stalin, 20 million dead. Hitler, 6 million Jews and 30 million others dead. Pol Pot of Cambodia and others. All these wicked, ruthless men disarmed their people before the tyranny came, before the people were enslaved and murdered. Patrick Henry said to the Virginia
1: legislature
0: shortly before the U.S. Revolution, What shall we do? Shall we wait until every citizen of the colonies is disarmed and a British soldier is placed in every home? He shouted out to his fellow Virginians and said, He could hear the clanging of chains and shackles coming for them. Wake up, America! Wake up, Christians! Wake up, free people of the world! Germans are now arming themselves with non-lethal weapons due to the onset of the EU-sanctioned Muslim invasion of Europe. Most Germans have found themselves
1: so shocked and surprised by the rapes and the assaults They're stunned, and they're going out to arm themselves.
0: German people are now en mass arming themselves with knives and pepper spray and batons and other non-lethal weapons to protect themselves and their families. The situation is the same across all of Europe in countries whose leaders are welcoming the migrants. Rapes and assaults are on unprecedented scale. Teenage girls, women of all ages in Sweden and Norway and Denmark and the other countries are being terrorized. Police in Vienna and Austria are advising women not to leave their homes without a male accompaniment. And that doesn't necessarily save them. How can one man fight against 30 other men?
1: Only ungodly or half-converted nations stand silent in the face of this whore
0: you are seeing plainly what happens when God leaves a society and he removes his hedge of protection Europe has turned from God Europe has removed the God given freedoms of its citizens and look what
1: is unfolding before our eyes We are being silenced now in the West.
0: Just this week, a prominent German politician, the German Interior Ministry, said that those in Germany who speak out against the Muslim invasion and immigration crisis and the mass sexual assaults being committed in Europe are at least as evil as those committing the crimes against the women of Europe. In other words, you cannot speak out against
1: this. Now, I have shared all of this with you in the context. We must look at our own personal lives. And you ask, what can we do about all of this? There's one thing you can do.
0: You can go to the prayer closet. You can begin to intercede with tears and loud calls to the God of heaven. You can repent of your sin. You can become judgmental. Yes, I said it. It's time for you to begin to use your good judgment that comes from the Bible, from the Scriptures, from the Lord Jesus, from the Holy Spirit. Use your judgment and say to wickedness, No! Stop the wickedness in your own home. Stop the wickedness with your children in your own home. Clean out the devil's stuff. Empty your closets. Empty your shelves of every unclean thing. Get right with God.
1: Pray, or you will be swept away. Now is the time to repent.
0: Stop giving excuses for why you cannot be in the house of God. Find a godly church. Find a godly pastor. Fund that pastor. Give great amounts of resource to declare Judgment upon this nation and repentance and turning to the Lord Jesus. Wake up.
1: America is being swept away. Second Timothy, the third chapter. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be
0: lovers of themselves.
1: Talking about the half converted. Talking about the half converted. He's talking about the church now.
0: Having the form of godliness, having the form of outward
1: rituals, having the form of going to church, and giving a little tither offering.
0: No power, no power to withstand the attacks of Satan as he uses men in America and women in America to bring utter wickedness into our world, whether it be to the music, to Hollywood, to the films, to the professional sports like football and all
1: the others. They're simply wicked idols. Describing the Christian who is half converted, who has a form of godliness but denies
0: its power because he has no power to go in the prayer closet and withstand the devil
1: and bring a change. We must pray for revival. Almighty God, my heart is broken today. There must be a turning in this nation, Jesus, or I know
0: your judgments are going to fall and we will be destroyed. I know it's not too late. I know if we turn and repent and we no longer follow the wicked ways of this world and we stand for righteousness, if we stand for the downtrodden, if we stand up for the slaves and for the babies that are being killed, if we stand up for the justice of men and women, and we leave our life of sin and
1: comfort, I know you will forgive us. I know that America can yet be a place of hope, a light on a hill. But I know for that to happen, there must be a wholesale revival across America
0: where the theaters shut down because there's nobody to attend
1: where the bars is closed because there's no one to drink. Lord, I know that we've come to a place in our history where we will be destroyed if we do not repent. Lord, I come crying out today
0: for the personal piety of every person listening, that you would draw them with tender cords of mercy into the prayer closet, and you would give to us tears of
1: repentance. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I'm Ray Greenley. You've been listening to Pilgrim's Progress. I want to thank many of you who are already sending
0: tithes and offerings to cover the cost of radio for this month. There's been an increase in our cost. Let me give you the address in case you don't have it.
1: Would you please step forward and help that this message can go out. The National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346,
0: Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. That's the National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. You can get more information and listen to this broadcast and others by going to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. It is now functioning beautifully. I hope you're pleased with the changes that are rapidly taking place there. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Now unto him who is able to keep you
0: from falling and to present